Clovis, building a healthy life together. What's up, everybody? It's Justin with another episode of In Case You Missed It. This is the weekly recap of my Facebook Live AMA that happens every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central, facebook.com slash the Clovis Culture. This last one was AMA number 84. And AMA number 84 was basically a wide range of topics. This is what we call a true AMA. Uh, the true AMAs are really where people just submit questions to me ahead of time or they come live and they put comments in there. As I'm on the live video, that's on my public page, the Clovis Culture Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Clovis Culture. So I had a bunch of great questions and this covered everything from supplement and food ingredients, supplement manufacturing, all the way to my experiences with ayahuasca and psychedelics, which have been a big part of my life that I've been pretty vocal about um, in, in recent months. I used to be a little bit timid about saying those things, but I'm really not anymore. So let's jump into what this AMA was. The first one was a question about LaCroix, which actually gave me an opportunity to address some things that every now and then I do these AMAs and I realize that people don't know some of the things that I know that I didn't realize weren't common knowledge. People just seemed like really blown away by this, right, when it, when it came up. So the question was, what the hell is LaCroix? What does, quote unquote, essences mean and how does it have nothing in it? What say you, Justin? This is a great question. So I try to explain to people that I've been manufacturing supplements now since 2015. So I've been behind the scenes, I know all the regulations. People don't realize that supplement facts are very different from nutrition facts. When you look at a label, you'll see nutrition facts on food, you'll see supplement facts on supplements. My first paleo powder was a food product, 100% food that had nutrition facts. That is far more strict in terms of regulations. Now, paleo powder is all supplement facts because I decided to add pharmaceutical grade supplements such as branched chain amino acids, L-glutamine, CoQ10, all these different things that I added to just make these more robust. But now they're a blend of food and pharmaceuticals, which means, well, pharmaceutical grade supplements, which means those have to be labeled supplement facts now. What people don't understand is nutrition facts, which is what LaCroix has. There's a giant wiggle room. There's a ton of wiggle room, right? I can't remember exactly what it was. I should have looked it up since the AMA too because I said this in the AMA. I don't remember. I don't know what it is right now in 2019. I know what it was back in 2015 when I first manufactured the Perfect Paleo Powder. And I believe the leeway you had was plus or minus 20% of a single ingredient in your formula or food or whatever. It could be off by plus or minus 20%. So what's happening is you see these cans of LaCroix, it's like zero everything or all these water products that are flavored or have scents or whatever, zero everything, zero everything. That just means that there's just enough of something in there that they don't have to label it because of this leeway that they have with the labeling. So labeling is really tricky, really wonky, really scary. Another thing to think about is natural flavors, right? I have natural flavors in my paleo powder. I know that my natural flavors for my cacao flavor, let's say, is organic cacao, right? Organic raw cacao is natural flavors. That said, natural flavors can be 300,000 different ingredients and you have no way of knowing which one it is, right? So it could be everything from my organic cacao to extract from beaver anus, which is actually a real ingredient that goes into a lot of foods, goes into cigarettes. Um, so extract from beaver anus seems to be pretty popular in the manufacturing world. The trouble with labeling is I wasn't even allowed to say on my label like natural flavors, parentheses, raw cacao. Like I'm not allowed to say that. They have all these labeling standards that are just crazy for supplements and for nutrition facts as well, right? So natural flavors is tricky. LaCroix, when something smells that way, tastes that way, 
I don't know that it's bad, could be bad, might not be bad, but there's definitely more in there than just water, okay? It's just tiny, tiny little trace amounts that they don't have to label, okay? So the other question was about paleo powder. Somebody, I have this crazy sale going on, you get paleo powder for 30 bucks a bag right now at iamclovis.com. Go to iamclovis.com, buy 500 bags. Um, I'm actually sold out of post-workout cacao though. Um, so anyway, they were asking about post-workout digestion rest. When do we use these things if we're not athletes? This is the tricky part about marketing paleo powder. It can be used whenever you want, pre-workout, post-workout, before a podcast interview, before going to work in the morning. It could be a meal replacement. It's all of those things. That's what makes it so impossible to market. It's just food. Food and as we said, pharmaceutical grade supplements like CoQ10 and glutathione and all these things, right? That said, it's literally just food. However you would use food, pre-workout, post-workout, nighttime snack, breakfast, meal replacement, whatever, it's totally appropriate. It's just that you have to use these words like pre-workout, post-workout. Everybody thinks that supplements need to be exact, right? If all these people are like, my supplement, you must take my supplement exactly 65 seconds after your workout because clinical data has shown that my supplement will do this 60 minutes post-workout. These people are fucking lying. Right? They don't have, there's no studies that they did or whatever. They just came up with instructions and stamped it on the back of the supplement to make you feel wonderful about it. I assure you, okay? The supplement industry is not as tuned in or brilliant scientists or whatever. It's like you could launch a supplement brand from your kitchen tomorrow if you wanted to. I could teach you how to do it, right? So the only difference is I'm the only one that's willing to be fucking honest about it. So that's the thing is like people just want these exact specific, ooh, I need to mix this with six ounces of water precisely one hour post-workout and then previous to my workout, exactly 15 minutes before I need to take my pre-workout. No, no, it doesn't work that way, right? It really, really doesn't work that way. So anyway, I was just explaining to people that pre-workout, post-workout, like post-workout's great for pregnant women, right? Anybody trying to grow new tissues, that's what having a baby is. That's what building muscle is, right? All tissues work the same way. Building blocks or amino acids and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I was explaining paleo powder. Then we got into athletes. Athletes talking about this mindset of being obsessed with training. One person was asking about inflammation in their knee and how to deal with it. And the other person was asking about how do you ditch the mindset of overtraining, feeling like you have to work out all the time if your body composition isn't where you like it. So one, if you have an injury, stop doing the thing that is causing the injury, period. If you're doing endurance work and all of your joints are inflamed, don't ask me what you can add to your protocol to fix that. What supplement can I take? What superfood can I eat? What exercise can I do to increase my mobility and decrease joint pain? No, take shit away. I will very rarely tell you to add things if you're dealing with some kind of inflammation issue or some kind of injury, right? I will tell you to take away fitness. I will tell you to take away inflammatory foods. I'll the only things I'll ever tell you to get more of are sleep and rest. That's it, sleep and rest. You can load up on all the turmeric or other anti-inflammatory thing that you want to fix your joint pain, but it's not gonna do anything until you stop hurting the joint, right? Then we talked about the mindset of feeling like you have to train all the time. It's been about three times in my life where I actually have not been able to train due to injury. One, I split my face wide open, had seven stitches in the middle of my forehead, and your body kind of works like saran wrap. If you're doing bicep curls and you squirt your face up, right, you could pop those stitches. So I had no workouts for five weeks when I was a boxer, got shoulder surgery, um, recovered from that. That took six months. Um, and then I can't remember what the last one was. There was another one I couldn't, oh, my, uh, my surgery on my face. I have, that's another boxing injury. Well, I had this big, crazy, big, wide nose. I had to have surgery on my face because I broke my nose a bunch of times. Um, but anyway, so 
anytime I did that, I had, I was forced to focus 100% on nutrition and just let my body rest because you want to rest and recover as much as you can with injuries, right? Focused on nutrition, rested. At the end of those five week periods, couple month periods, I was always shredded, like less body fat than when I started with no workouts because I wasn't, con- and then I'd get back into working out and within a week, I'm like almost a little bit smushy again. It's inflammation, right? Fitness causes inflammation, period. Adapting to that inflammation can be beneficial to the body, but most people overdo it. You need very, very, very little fitness in your life to be a happy, healthy person. Very little. You really need more movement, not so much intense exercise. You don't need so much intense exercise, and the only way to get this through your head and realize it is to stop doing it for a while and realize that you didn't gain 300 pounds when you stopped working out. It's really a hard mindset block to get through because the mainstream has you so brainwashed. It's just crazy. The, the brainwashing will not stop the fitness stuff. So the last thing we talked about is, Justin, what does your meditation practice look like and can you talk about your experience with ayahuasca? Yes. So my meditation practice right now in the AMA, I go into all the different things I've tried. I've been meditating for years. I've tried all the apps and I told you what I liked about them, what I didn't like about them. Right now I have settled, settled in the Z technique, which is a form of transcendental meditation twice per day, 15 minutes twice per day. Um, with a mantra and you can look that up uh, stress less accomplish more is a book by Emily Fletcher that will introduce you to this that seems to work best for me right now I'm a really big fan of it shout out to Rob Wolf for turning me on to that and then they asked about ayahuasca so I went deep I did a deep talk on psychedelics in this AMA so you probably want to go listen to it just go to clovis.show for all show notes or just go to the Clovis Culture podcast and click AMA number 84 it's the most recent podcast episode so whatever your podcast platform is just search Clovis Clovis Culture you can search my name click number 84 and listen but I went deep I talked about my first psychedelic experience which was years ago when I just randomly on a whim solo traveled out to Ecuador's Peru uh, took a riverboat down the Amazon River for two hours and went to a sanctuary with 22 strangers I'd never met and stayed there for eight days and drank four heroic doses of ayahuasca um, and had a life-changing experience and since then have you'd be hard-pressed to find a psychedelic experience that I have not had at this point and I attribute about probably easily 50 plus percent of the personal development self-growth work that I've done over the last seven years I attributed to that I would not be the person that I am without these medicines I literally do call them medicines Um, without these medicines I would not be the person that I am and I think they're super beneficial for most people I actually think there are very few people that are going to have real problems with this and that would be any kind of personality disorder bipolar you know that kind of thing multiple personality Um, that can get a little bit tricky but they've been a huge part of my journey so actually walk you through that ayahuasca experience in this AMA Um, and then in the future I think I'll talk more about this but things like LSD or DMT or mushrooms or um, MDMA, all these different things, right? So I think that going forward, this is gonna be probably a pretty big part of my mission, helping spread this word and get that news out to people because I just know too many people all around the world that have had the same experiences that I have and their life has never been the same in the best way possible. So some of these things, I am someone who's drawn to the very, very difficult, what's called heroic doses. Um, I only do heroic doses, really. Um, And I only do psychedelics in therapeutic settings. I would never take these things recreationally. I really don't think that they're made for that. I just don't. Um, So I think they're super powerful. And yes, I've had had ayahuasca experiences, you know, on multiple different continents at this point. And um, yeah, if you ever have any questions about psychedelics, I also recommended some things, Michael Pollan, How to Change Your Mind. I'll look up the book Trip of Compassion on Vimeo. You can also look up Neurons to Nirvana on um, Amazon Prime. And then you can also look up MAPS, the Multiple Multiple Disciplinary Association for Psychedelic 
sciences or something like that. I think maps.org, I think is the website. Check this stuff out. I'm telling you, if you have anybody who's dealing with drug resistant depression, anyone who's dealing with PTSD, any kind of childhood trauma, any of those things, it's just magical. So go listen to AMA number 84, the Clovis Culture Podcast. I'm going to go get a gymnastics workout in everybody. Going to go kick my own butt. Happy Friday. Happy weekend. Um, love you guys. Thank you so much for watching this video. Hit me up on Instagram, direct messages if you have any questions at all. Um, questions for the AMA, come in at ama.iamclovis.com. You can always go to ama.iamclovis.com. Submit your questions there, and I'll probably answer them on the next episode. And um, yeah, thank you guys for being a part of Clovis and a part of my journey. And thank you for letting me talk about psychedelics and meditation without being deemed too much of a weirdo. <laughs> anyway, um, hope you guys like this. In case you missed it, go check out AMA number 84. Have an awesome day. Bye, guys.